Are you working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. From the makeshift studios in Mullica Hill, New Jersey, it's talking ish with your commish. A few days late, apologize for the delay. A lot going on this week with the commish. Start out with my sales meeting earlier this week. Told you guys about it last week. Um, every year we have our annual sales meeting where we all get together, the whole Campbell's food service team, and we uh, we do some trainings. We do like a bunch of. Uh, you know, town hall style events where you got Q&As with company leadership and blah, 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 blah. And breakouts, like a product showcase. It's a pretty big ordeal. And then it's capped off every year by the Merit Awards, which is a very prestigious award ceremony similar to the Oscars where we uh, just fuck around. And last year at my sales meeting, I was asked to host their Quizzo event, which is one of the nighttime events during the three-day sales meeting. And I had lots of time to do it last year. It went great. I love hosting shit like that. It's basically me up on the stage just ripping apart my coworkers, which is a lot of fun. Not to mention, like, I think I'm pretty good at asking trivia. Like, I come up with good trivia questions. So it's a fun game to play, and I think I'm pretty entertaining. I was asked to do it again this year at this year's sales meeting, except this year's meeting's budget got cut pretty much right in half. So our entire sales meeting, which is typically a three-day affair, was cut into one day. So I was the very last thing to happen. So Quizzo happened right after the Merit Awards around like fucking 10 o'clock. So I'm just running on fucking fumes at that point because I've been up since like 5 a.m. for all the other shit I had to do. But you know what? The show must go on. Found my second win. Jen actually showed up, which I think kind of energized me a little bit. And I fucking went out there and I think I killed it. I, I was just... uh. You know, having fun with people. I told the VP of our company that he looks like Carson Wentz. And if you're, I know you probably don't know who the VP of Meals and Beverages at Campbell Soup is, but do yourself a quick favor and pause the podcast real quick. Google Chris Foley, Campbell Soup. He'll come up, do an image search. He looks just fucking like Carson Wentz. And I told him, you look like a more handsome Carson Wentz, so he didn't get offended because Carson's kind of fucking ugly. Um... And this guy is definitely not as ugly as Carson. So, I also told him he looked like he could go out there and throw for 375 yards, two touchdowns, and maybe a pick. Maybe a pick. But I'm glad it went well, and I'm honestly glad it's over. It's a lot of planning that goes into shit like that, and you gotta be ready and prepared. You gotta have plan A, B, and C. And that's exhausting. And I'm glad it's behind me, so now I can focus on what's ahead. And what's ahead for me is my trip to Italy. I'm going back to the motherland. Uh... Going to start in Venice, so we're flying out of JFK to Venice. We're going to do Venice for like a day and a half, pretty much. Then we're heading down to Naples, and that's going to take us all the way through Sorrento, the Amalfi Coast, and that entire area. That's where we're headed, and I can't fucking wait. haven't gone on a vacation in a hot minute, so got to recharge. So next week, the commission is going to take off. I'm not doing a podcast from Italy. I'll send you something. I should have cell phone service, so I'll figure it out. But week three is already underway, which means that week two is in the books. And we had some great fantasy matchups this week. Some going down on the wire. 
I think the league is starting to head towards that fourth game where things start to turn a corner and you're like, these are the good teams. Still kind of fucking hard to figure out. A lot of inconsistency around the league, but we're going to get to all that. Before we do, I'd like to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Coco Key Water Resort and Hotel ML. Family-friendly hotel with modern rooms, two restaurants, and a water park that has three fucking slides. Oh, did I mention there's also an arcade? So you can drop your shitty kids off at the water park or arcade while you go trolling for pussy at the bar. Hotel ML Coco Key Water Resort located off of Route 73 in beautiful Mount Laurel. Hotel ML and Coco Key Water Resorts, take your family there today. You know, that place, while you're out there, if you check it out, you may run into Tom King. That's the kind of place he would frequent, just looking for moms at the at the pool, at the water park. I agree. Anyway, let's get right into the matchups. We're going to talk about the games that happen. Typically, is here. here is where I'd play music, but I'm not happy with the song. There's this song out there, guys, and I need your help in finding what the fuck it's called. There's a song, and I think it's like one of the intros to NFL films. It goes like... I think that's how it goes. If you can help me find it, you're going to get major brownie points with the commission. But with that being said, let's go into our matchups. In our first matchup, we had Mark versus Jove. And I got to give Jove a lot of props because Jove has taken this stance against Mark with his team name, the fact that Mark hasn't changed his fucking team name until uh, until recently. So he was protesting with John's joyous team to mock Mark's team name of Mark's marvelous team. So uh, Jove not only has been crusading against Mark, but he outmanaged him this week, beating him 111.05 to 106.6. Pretty fucked up, guys. I can't remember numbers. But anyway... Uh, it was Jove's managerial decision to start Dak Prescott over Drew Brees, who got hurt, that won him the game. That was his best player. And Jove just outmanaged Mark. Mark now 0-2. Jove now 2-0. Things looking up for Jove. Things not looking so hot for Mark. Our next matchup was Zach Maron versus Mikey London. Mike's Mighty Mooks. And uh, things didn't go so well for Mike. Uh, I think it's uh, time to call Baker home, boys, because he's not looking so sharp through these first two games. Only 20.25 points, which for quarterback and his projection being 27, not going to make the cut. And then some other problems for Mike's squad this week. Michael Thomas is going to suffer from Drew Brees being out. Uh, Damian Williams looks like he's hurt. Um, Really, Ezekiel Elliott is the thing that's going to give Mike any fighting chance. Zach Moran, on the other hand, his squad didn't have a very impressive week, but got it done. Russell Wilson with 33.2 points propelled Zach to the victory, 118 even to 86.55. Our next matchup was Maxwell Ezra versus uh, Zach Fox, the Chennai Headnotters versus Christian McFarter. Uh, this matchup really came down to one man, Pat Mahomey, 47.05 points, the only standout performance on either roster. Both rosters posting... Some pretty uh, average numbers. But Pat the Mahomey is the guy who got it done for Christian McFarter. He now moves to 2-0. Stein falls to 0-2 uh, with the victory 118.15 to 111.7. Um, if you'll remember last week, um, our good boy Zifo took on the commission, the commissioner's challenge. 
and with a 118.15 points. Not good enough to get it done versus the commish, so he will lose his money. Nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Our next matchup was BJ versus the King of Jetro himself, the nitrous inhaling motherfucker that we call Jake. Um, this matchup really uh, came down to one thing and one thing only in my mind, the fucking New England defense who just torched Miami. 37 fucking points. I can't remember the last time a defense put up numbers like that in a game. Um, the thing that really killed BJ this week, who did put up a pretty good fight, all things considered, was that Cam Newton only put up 14.65 points. And then the rest of his squad, uh, outside of Dalvin Cook and um, Julio Jones, didn't really uh, didn't really perform. That's disappointing. BJ's still a good squad, but the King of Jetro, he's got some uh, firepower on that side. He's feeling pretty good about his team. He now moves to 2-0. BJ moves to 1-1. Our game of the week featured the commission versus Dave. We watched it together at Dave's house kind of unfold before our eyes, which is pretty cool. It's not often I get to sit in with somebody and kind of watch the fantasy matchup. Um, disappointing week for some of my players. Same with Dave. Dave really got crushed by his kicker, which is pretty funny considering how pro kicker you are, bruh, uh, that you got cucked by the kicker. One thing that sucks for Dave is this whole James Conner situation. I know he's been cleared to play and it sounds like he's going to play but is this thing going to bother him or not and then the other thing with Dave and his running back situation Philip Lindsay is this guy ever going to turn the corner here um, so just some question marks same with the commission's squad day day Westbrook with no um, Nick Foles I don't know what that's going to look like um, not feeling great about that pick right now so yeah both squads had a okay week I think we we put out we Fought fiercely, but the commission came out on top 126.65 to 114.5, which moves uh, both teams now to 1-1. One one. The commission move up a little bit in the rankings because of the points performance so far this season. And them's are your matchups. And with 134.65 points, Jake is your MVP and the proud winner of $5 cash money. Now, Jake has been pus pus and has elected to just take the money and run, which is completely fine. Just know that I think you're a pus. You don't want to take on the commish? You think you can't win, bruh? I don't know. Whatever. It's cool. Do what you want. Take the money and put it towards your degenerate gambling habit. Nothing wrong with that. Next week is rivalry week. One of two rivalry weeks we do through the year where you play your, your rival. Um... We've got great matchups, I think, next week. It's really turning into an interesting storyline, the way that the divisions are kind of shaping out right now, with the Jew division being a little weak, and the uh, Gentiles looking like the strong division, a little bit of a flip-flop from last year. But in our matchups this week, we got the Kamish taking on Zach Baron. Uh, both teams sitting at 1-1, one and one, trying to get to that, uh, that winning margin. Haven't been there yet this year. The winner will go and be uh, a winner basically. Um, then we got Jof facing off against Stein. Jof looking like a strong team this year, 2-0. Stein, 0-2. So it's another interesting storyline. Can Stein overcome, get a win, or will Jof keep rolling? And we got the battle for Head Heeb. We got Mark squaring off against Mike's Mookie team, um, or Mike's Mighty Mooks, whatever. Um, this is an interesting matchup, too, because both teams are 0-2. 
We're looking for a win. Both kind of in paintball contention. Unusual place for these guys to be. They're usually not looking like this. We'll see what happens with that matchup. Then you've got uh, BJ facing off against Fox. Two strong teams this year. BJ sitting at 1-1. Fox sitting at 2-0. Should be a classic matchup. It's one of my favorites, so stay tuned for that one. And then we've got our game of the week. The rivalry week, we've got Dave taking on the King of Jetro, Jake. Jake's sitting at 2-0. Dave's sitting at 1-1. Everybody wants to move up. So them's your matchups this week. That's what to look out for. Week 3 is underway. Well, let's move right into the power rankings so everybody can remember where they stand in the league in the eyes of the commish. Pretty chalk shit this week. But uh, the thing that's uh, always true and always helpful to remember is that there's no rankings. Unless you've got power! <laughs> we go. Number 10. Coming in at the basement right now, sitting in paintball contention, is Mike London. At 0-2 with the lowest point total. Uh, in the league and this week, Mike, things aren't looking great. And he's lost some players to injury, perhaps, maybe. We'll see. We'll see how it works out for Mike. But try, got to crawl out of that basement, brother. I don't think anybody really wants to shoot you until we get there on draft day. And, yeah, I'd probably want to shoot you then. Uh, Mike coming in in the basement. Number nine. Coming in at number nine, not far behind his buddy, is the... Uh, the other half of the Hebes in the head Heeb matchup at 0-2 is Mark. Mark, things not looking great. I don't think he did a great job drafting, but that's okay. Mark's proven from time to time that he can be resourceful manager. We'll see if he can get it done. Is Mark, uh, Mark got too many things on his plate? Balance a little too much, perhaps? What do you think, Mark? You going to be all right, bud? Number eight. At number eight, Steino, also at 0-2. Uh, not having a great year after getting paintballed. Not what you like to see. Don't want to get paintballed twice in a row. That wouldn't be a good look. So uh, Stein's going to have to figure it out. But for now, sitting at number eight. Number seven. Number seven is Uncle Budge uh, at 1-1. One one. Uh, I think Budge's squad is fine. He could still sneak into the playoffs, perhaps blow us all away. Who knows? His squad is always that one you can't figure out. But they're always there. Always in the hunt. Number six. Coming in at number six is Zach Marone at one and one. Kind of the same thing. Never know what Zach Marone's going to be. Could be great. Could be bad. Could be terrible. Could be the champion. Who knows? Uh, but for now, sit at number six with the rivalry matchup coming against the commission. I think that's an exciting matchup this week. One to watch out for. Uh, but for now, Zach at number six. Number five. At number five is another team I think is uh, poised to, to be all right. Dave coming in at 1-1, just losing to the commission this week, knocked him back a little bit. But that's okay. He'll be right there. He'll figure things out. Dave's, uh, Dave's on a mission this year. Doesn't want to fucking get paintballed ever again. And I respect that, brother. I think that's what everybody's goal is, really. Not get paintballed. Championship's great, but paintball probably sucks. Never want to be there. Dave at five. Number four. Coming in at number four, and I think kind of a, a good team here, guys. This one's looking pretty strong. Kamish, I think off to an okay start. Ran into like a fucking freight train last week in Zifo. Bounces back this week against Dave with an okay performance. But the thing is, I think once my players start clicking, the Kamish is going to figure it out. Just got to figure out who to plug and play at the right times, and we'll make things happen. Kamish, coming in at number four. 
Number three. Number three, taking the league by storm this year is Jof. 2-0, sitting pretty on points. Very much in contention this year. Team's looking strong. Got to give Jof a lot of credit for the management this week of his squad. That's what great teams do. That's how you win championships. Right player at the right place at the right time. Jof coming in at three. Number two. Coming in at number two, King of Jetro. Inhaling nitrous and just destroying people out there on the battlefield. Jake's in at 2-0. Uh, a lot of points so far for him. Right up there with all the the hungry pack. Um, Jake Jake wants it this year. You can hear it in his voice when he calls into the Sounders. He's focused. He's got that hunger. And hungry dogs run fast. So watch out for Jake. Number one. Coming in at number one, not uh, having the explosive week he had last week, but did enough to get it done. And his team sitting on top of the league with the most points, 2-0, ahead of the Jude division, which is not uh, anywhere close to him right now. He's by far the best team in the Jude division, and you guys got a lot of ground to make up. Sifo might run away with that division, but we'll see. He's always in the hunt for the playoffs, but got to have consistency, my friend. So that's your power rankings. Uh, good luck to everyone this week. Week three rivalry matchups. Hopefully you get the results that you desire. Unless your name is Zach Marone, then I hope you don't. With that, let's hear from you. We got great participation again this week. I appreciate everybody Appreciate everybody that checked in. Um, I appreciate every single time you do that, and the more we have, the better. I think last week's podcast was a great example. When everybody participates, it's a great time. With that, let's go to our first center. We got Mike checking in live from the land. A live update from the land. Your boy's team stinks, and he's going to get paintballed. Do I win something if I call that I'm going to get paintballed? Um, let me know about that, but I'll take that trophy home. I know Stein left it, but fuck, dude, it's going to be a long season. Yeah, man, you better buckle in. It's going to be a rough one. Um, good luck to you, though. I don't want to have to paintball you. I can think of a few people I'd rather paintball just for fun. You're too fluffy and too cute to get paintball. That's how I feel. I feel for you, brother. Let's go back to ML. You were right, dude. Carlos Hyde did better than Duke Johnson today. Just another check mark on uh, ML's shit, shit draft, dude. It's getting real dark out here. It's not even fucking the 4 o'clock game started yet. This is bullshit. I mean, the draft wasn't so bad. The only thing I'd criticize you for, I guess, is Baker. But he may turn it around. Who knows? So there's still time, my friend. Still time. I'm going to go to check in to Uncle Butch. Uh, Uncle Butch checking in. Just want to say fuck the Miami Dolphins for giving Jake that win. 37 fucking points for a defense is ridiculous. Every player on that team should hand in their uniform and fucking go home. That's all I got. Do you think that's considered tanking what they're doing down there in Miami? That team is blatantly bad. They are so fucking bad. I feel like they're not even trying. Tom Brady chewed them apart. The defense ran back like more balls for touchdowns than the offense for Miami did. Just a fucking ridiculous game. Um, so, yeah, I feel for you, Butch. 37 points for a defense fucking ridiculous. Now let's check in with Jake, who revels in the fact that his defense rolled. Yo, Brent. Jake's jovial squad checking in here. Uh, 2-0, and not a big deal. Thought I'd be here anyway. On the road to the championship. The real question is who's getting paintballed. Looks like it could be Mike, could be Mark, could be Max. Who knows? Honestly, I'm rooting for Mark because uh, it's – week three and he still hasn't changed his team name what a piece of shit 
Oh, I'm Mark. I'm in Italy eating Gabagool and drinking Chianti. Oh, they don't have internet in Italy. I can't change my team name. Come on, Mark. Step the fuck up. Yeah, man. He just changed his team name. I guess people were guilting him into it, so he finally did, and his team name still sucks. It's just unfortunate. Not a lot of, not a lot of things going Mark's way so far here in the beginning of the fantasy football season, but there's a long way to go. And uh, maybe if you change your team name to something good, you'll get some good luck. How about that, Mark? Think about it. Back to BJ. One other side note, I don't know who in this league participates in FanDuel, but uh, they got rid of the kicker, and I have to agree with Brent. It's kind of enjoyable. Kind of sucked having to figure out which fucking stupid-ass foot fairy to put in every week. I know fantasy is different because you have one kicker usually, but FanDuel, you, you really have to figure out that one fucking douchebag that's going to boot fucking five or six field goals. I don't know, boys. I think we uh, should think about it next year. They didn't even add another position either. They just got rid of the kicker altogether. Two running backs, three receivers, tight end, a flex, and a D. That's all you need, brothers. All right, let's go. I actually really like that idea. So rather than adding another guy, what if we just get rid of the kicker entirely? I think it's a fucking t- like if if they're doing it on FanDuel, who's like the you know they're basically like the professional fantasy football people. If they're doing it, why don't we do it? I thank you for bringing that to our attention, PJ. And I will not let this shit go, guys. Every single year, I'm going to show up and I'm going to talk about this until I get my fucking way. So be prepared for my me being a pain in the ass on that one. Let's go back to Jake checking in uh, about. His weekend this week. On another note, we're uh, going out to Cleveland this weekend. Can't wait to see my boy Mike and his lovely wife Ashley and his little runt dog uh, Ziggy, Zygmunt Palfy, Zygmunt Freud, Lord Ziggy of House London. I'm pretty excited. I'm uh, as excited as one can get when you're driving out to Cleveland. But, you know, I'm leaving work early on Thursday. Going to hit the open road with my boy Dave. Meet my friend Mike and my buddy Mark. We're going to swing some sticks, watch some shitty baseball, and drink some bourbon. Anyway, I'll see you when I get back from Cleveland. Fun times in Cleveland again. Still Cleveland. I fucking love Cleveland. It's my favorite place in the world to visit. Top 10 tourist destination for sure. Um, I hear you guys are playing golf right now. Are you at Chupacabra or whatever that fucking place is called? Uh, Cowabunga or... Cocamonga. I can't really remember, but uh, that was a fun time there, yeah. I had a good time down there in the land. Anytime you're with your boys, you're going to have a good time. So uh, enjoy it. Hope you guys are having fun. And actually checking in right now live from the land, it's David Mark. Brent, reporting live from Cleveland. Good matchup last week. It's close. How you doing? Good. Mark's here too. Brent, what's going on, dude? Beautiful day out here in Cleveland. Um, said no one ever, but it is a really nice day. Um, we're on a nice golf course, hanging with the boys. You know, not doing too well. It's only the third hole. Back to Dave. All right, let's go check in with the other current from Cleveland. As we approach the Phillies Indians game tonight, see how Jake's doing. Jake? Dude, I saw Baker Mayfield last night. He was studying his playbook out at the bar, and I said, Yo, Baker, shouldn't you be at home? He said, Nah, dude. I'm studying the playbook at the bar because I'm a Brown, and the Browns are shit, dude, so I'm going to be shit. And then he went home. All right, go Birds. Okay, thank you, Jake. Mike? We'll be, we'll be right back after these words. That's it? Brent, we miss you, pal. Sorry that you couldn't come out, but uh, we're playing, like, a fucking really nice course, and everyone should come out next time. 
It's only 55 bucks, dude. Ohio's cheap. Eagles-Browns next year. Eagles-Browns 2020. In the middle of December. Beautiful that time of year. Absolutely beautiful. Can we get a September game? Yeah, that'd be nice to get a September game. But I'm going to Browns-Rams. Uh, Browns I'm going to cheer on Jared Goof. And Biker. And Biker. Like Jake said, he couldn't come out. He's studying his playbook. Mark, did Mark do this? Yeah, of course I did. All right, Brent, this was nice, man. Miss Brent. We miss you. Have fun at Italy. Yeah, Brian. Gobble gold. Do some gobble gold, dude. You know. Bye, I love you. Ciao. I'll be there. G. You know, I should probably listen to these clips in, in in their entirety before I speak because I didn't realize that Jake and uh, Mike were going to be in that. That was a pleasant surprise. It's nice for you all to check in from the land. Uh, I would love to come down for the Browns Eagles. That sounds like a great fucking time. I'll travel anywhere for the birds and my boys. Uh, so let's get that on the uh, the old schedule there. Um, hope you guys are having fun. Shame I couldn't be there. Um, but yeah, I'll catch you, catch you on the flippity flip. Checking in is, uh, Zach Marone. I would like to wish the, uh, the commissioner g- g- good luck this week, but, uh, m- m- mama said that if, if you analyze the, 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 the projections and, 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 and the statistics with, 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 with the, with the point totals, you, you find in the, in the end that, that the, that the mud dogs going to be victorious this week. Oh no, brother. I'm coming for that ace. Me and Zach are a uh, pretty good rivalry so far. We've beaten each other both. I think we've only pay- played each other twice, so I think we're one-on-one. This one's uh, the rubber match, if you will. And then we'll see each other again week 11, and maybe in the playoffs. I'll see you, brother. Good luck to you this week. Checking in with his segment, uh, What's Pissing Stein Off This Week. Uh, let's go to Steino. This week on What Pisses Stein Off, fucking, like, really aggressive beggars. So I got two quick little stories. So one time we, uh, Neil and I were online in the city going to, uh, we were at Wawa and we were checking out. And this guy with like one of those sandwich tickets comes up to Neil and he's like, hey, uh, you're going to pay for this for me. And Neil's like, what? And he's like, yeah, you're going to pay for this for me. And Neil was like, uh, no, I'm not. But, you know, you know nice try. And he's like, so, so then... The guy immediately starts to go to me, and I say, nope, not a chance, before he has, like, a fucking second to say anything. And then he calls, he goes, fuck you, cracker. And then there was a police officer in the store, because, you know, it's Center City, Philadelphia. And the police officer's like, all right, all right, get out of here. <laughs> like, really? Do you really think that's going to work, you fucking retard? Like, maybe if you were like, hey, man, I'm really hungry, you know, like, would you find? Maybe. Maybe someone would, you know, offer something up. And, all right, so the second one is actually from, like, a couple days ago. I'm uh, I'm outside, uh, and I, I hit up this hot dog cart in uh, Center City. It's really good. And it's cheap, too. And I'm eating, like, right next to the cart, kind of, like, uh, you know, outside. It's a really nice day. And this guy comes up to me, and he's like, hey, man, you got any, you know, any money? He's like, I'm fucking starving, blah, blah, And I'm like, ah, dude, honest to God, like, I have nothing left. And that was true. I did not have any more cash on me. And he was like, oh, dude, like, come on, man, really? And, like, he's starting to get aggressive. And I'm like, I don't know how many times I got to tell you, man, like, no, I don't have anything. I'm really sorry. And then, and then this is the best part. He goes, come on, man, what, are you going to make me beg? And I fucking looked at him with, like, really? And I was like. I'm pretty sure that's what you're doing right now, bud. I don't have any. Sorry. And then he fucking was like, all right, man, fuck you. And then walks away. 
he goes over to another guy, maybe like two fucking feet away from me, and does the same thing. And then, you know, he tells him to go fuck off. And the guy looks at me, the one that just pulled, you know, who just got asked. And he looks at me and says, oh, my God, man, what's with these people? And I'm like, I know, man. One of these days, one of these motherfuckers are going to be, like, super angry that someone said no, you know. And they're just going to, like, fucking stab you. And and I'm going to be like, well, you know, fuck you. So I have uh, some other things that I've written down that really pissed me off, but we'll save them for the uh, podcast. Peace. Thank you. It's time for checking in. Yeah, homeless people are fucking gross. And I have a huge problem with uh, the aggressive ones in particular. I agree with Stein. Like These people, are they're not mentally stable. They play their stupid little tricks and games on people to try to get money or food. It's not my fault you're fucking homeless. Something went wrong in your life at some point. It may not have been your fault, but you're fucking homeless, and you got to figure your shit out. It's that pick-yourself-up-by-your-bootstraps type of mentality that, you know, that people have. That's how I feel about the homeless. Like There's plenty of ways to help yourself. There's plenty of like public outreach that's available that where you don't have to sit on the street and beg for a fucking hot dog from a street meat cart. All right. Finally, checking in this week, Tony Gabagool. Yo, dude, Tony Bafangool here. Just checking in before Sunday for the Birds game. I know I shed on the Mike Michinelli show that I wasn't going to the Birds game no more, but that was a lie. I said it just to make my wife happy and so I wouldn't get sued by a full few 76ers. But, like I promised, I'm going down Jetro lot, getting there around 6.30, four nitrous tanks. My cousin Tommy hooked it up from the dentist's office. He's a janitor there. He's got to keep every room. It's going to be dope. No more casket, but I got something else in store. I'm thinking like a hot air balloon-sized balloon so you could just take a real long hit of nitrous, pass the fuck out, and then wake the back up and go watch the birds. Go birds. Fuck yeah, go birds. Uh, Very excited for the game this weekend. Big big weekend for the birds after coming off that tough loss uh, Sunday night last week. I feel good. I know a lot of people are freaking out. I got confidence in the birds. I think Carson comes out and uh, dominates. I really do. This uh, Lions team is meh. And you're not going to have to worry about uh, Matt Stafford throwing the ball all over the place because I think this defense is finally going to figure it out. That front four has just got to get to the quarterback a little bit. Just a little bit. Be disruptive. Fucking A. A lot of things going on, though, in the NFL right now. Jalen Ramsey's sitting out there. Would you go trade some shit and go get him? I would. I don't give a fuck what you have to give up. That's a that's a game changer. Not not many young players like that become available for you to go and get. So if the price is right and you can make the deal, I'd go do it. And then on the other side of the coin, you've got fucking Antonio Brown, who's just a knucklehead, dude. I mean, all you have to do is not fuck up, and you're going to make so much money, be a fucking hero to people and all this other shit. And... It's bad enough what he did with these sexual assault allegations because I really do think they're true. But what's worse is they're telling him, don't fucking talk to her. All you got to do is not talk to her and we're good. We'll investigate it. It'll go on and on and on. And then maybe eventually you'll get suspended. But it'll, it won't be as bad with you fucking talking to her all the time and threatening her and doing all this other stupid shit. So the Patriots' hands were tied. They had to cut him. And, you know, that organization... They act like all fucking superior to the rest of the league with the way they run their show up there. They're a fucking clown show, too. Bill Belichick getting up there in the press conference not wanting to answer questions about this guy. 
Like, that's the one blemish, I think, on Belichick's record. And they're just like, no, oh, it's just Belichick being Belichick. Like, no, be a fucking human being for once and say something about this fucking issue that's going on right now. You cut the guy because you think the guy fucking did it or the guy wasn't doing what you, you, you wanted him to and not fucking threatening this girl over text messages and shit. You got to fucking say something eventually. And for him to just get up there and fucking walk away from those questions is unacceptable to me. And he's a fucking loser. When this shit happened with Kareem Hunt in Kansas City, they owned up and said that he was not forthcoming about it. And that's why we cut him. At least fucking come out and tell us exactly why you cut him. Not your bullshit response saying, oh, we just need to part and go our separate ways like you fucking broke up with your girlfriend or something. I don't know. Not a big fan of that organization up there in New England for many reasons. The fact that they win all the time, the fact that their fan base is arrogant, and uh, a little bit of jealousy, I guess, or envy, probably a better word. But just a bunch of piece of fucking shits up there. Do anything to win. But that being said, though, I'd sign Antonio Brown in a fucking heartbeat. As long as he can fucking keep his mouth shut and do what he needs to do. And if you got him for like three, four games and then he gets suspended, so what? Three, four games. I don't give a shit. Whatever you do off the field to me, yeah, we can judge you for that off the field. But as long as the NFL tells you you can play, what can I say? I want to see results on the field and I don't give a shit. Now, if the NFL wants to take a stance and put this guy on the commissioner's exempt list or whatever, and they say he can't play, then at that point we can judge him now off the field because he's no longer on the field. That's, that's just the way it should work. It's not the NFL's job to play judge, jury, and executioner. They're a fucking football league. They're not the goddamn judicial system. So what? That, that's my two cents of what's going on right now in the league. Um, that's all I got for you here today, boys. But uh, I'm very excited for this weekend's matchups. Rivalry week is one of my favorites. We'll be back strong in two weeks from now because I am going to Italy just to remind you. Jake picked this one to go out to. Not really sure the meaning behind it, but... You feeling lonely, bro? I know uh, Mike and Mark's squads are. See who can win that one this week. Talking to your commission. For the broken heart, it's hard to see in a crimson love. So hard to breathe. Walk with me and maybe die to the light so soon. Your every wish will be done, they tell me.
Um, I think you just got, uh, cucked. Hey there. Still listening? I got a little bit more news for you. I know I've been talking about this podcast that I'm going to do with this long interview format, and we're still trying to work it out, schedules and such. Uh, I've got some coming. We've got a little bit recorded. We're just trying to edit and make sure that it's good to go. This is a little bit more of a professional thing. Um, but we're going to get those out soon if you're interested, probably by um, the second week I get back from Italy. So stay tuned. Talking ish with your commish. It's been solid, boys. And uh, good luck this week, rivalry week, and have fun in Cleveland. Fun times in Cleveland again. Still Cleveland.